Send me a word. The Lord's given me direction for the next several weeks. You don't want to miss a Sunday because we're going to be focusing on all that God is doing. Even right now, we have we have many of our children and children's ministry that are being graduated into new levels of children's ministry. Tree of Life is growing numerically, spiritually, and I want to talk to you a little bit about it from the book of Psalms 127. The book of Psalms 127. Amen. We're going to look into the word of the Lord. I appreciate Brother Dixon and the wonderful depiction of our progress that has been made. Could you give Brother Dixon a great big hand? Amen. Thank the Lord. And I'm thankful for our team, Brother Rockland, Brother Duvall, Brother Dixon, Brother Tierney, Brother Colbreth. Amen. Brother Kovach, Sister Lobsinger. Amen. We've got a great team. Kyle Campbell and Jeff Schroeder. Some of you have met them, our owner's representative and our, our uh, architect. And uh, we've got a great team. We've got, we've got a good work that the Lord is doing in our midst. And we thank the Lord for that. Let's give God praise for all that he has done. Psalm 127 verse 1. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. And I want to concentrate our attention on Psalm 127. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. I would like to preach to you on this subject. The Lord is building this house. The Lord, hallelujah, the Lord is building this house. Oh, hallelujah. Let's clap our hands again and lift our voices unto him in prayer. God, we love you and thank you for your goodness, for your blessing, for your provision. We thank you for bringing us to this place. I pray, oh Lord, that you would have your way. Let your word go forth, oh God. Let your word inspire us, Lord. Let your word lead us and guide us and strengthen us. I pray, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you would cause each and every one of us, in the name of the Lord, to sit together in heavenly places. We thank you, God, and give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen and amen. God bless you in the name of the Lord. You may be seated in Jesus' name. I remember well the conversation with Pastor Dan Mitchell of the sanctuary in Columbus, Indiana, when he asked the question, how's your building building program coming along? And I said, oh, well, it's a coming. And by that, I meant we're hoping and praying one day we'll get it, get it where it needs to be. And he said, well, you need to talk to me before you do anything else. We've just come through our building program or on the very tail end of it, and we need to talk. It was shortly after that conversation that I was able to receive from both Pastor Dan Mitchell, Pastor Marvin Mitchell, and from the Lord, we were able to receive a very clear, definitive direction 
for Tree of Life Church and for our Ready Now campaign. And thus, the year of 2018 began. It began in the excitement of, of new beginnings, in the excitement of knowing that the Lord was going before us and leading us and guiding us. If you recall, and some of you may not have been here then, but at the beginning of 2018, the Lord began to lead us as a congregation into understanding our purpose and our identity, the, the defining fact of who we are, that we are not just another gathering of people, but that we are a tree of life, and that the leaves of this tree of life are for the healing of the nations. And we began to embrace this. We had a series called Embracing Our Purpose. It started with the seed. We were rooted and grounded in love. We shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. We talked about the branch of the Lord. We talked about the leaves of the tree of life that are for the healing of the nations and about bearing much fruit. And we recognized that the Lord had called us to be the tree of life church. And it was an exciting time. We came out of that and immediately launched into ready now. As we were writing down vision statements and asking the Lord to lead us and guide us, and we were thinking of what, is the, what would be the word of the Lord and what should we even call this, this project, this campaign, this directive? What should we even call it? And as we, as we prepared, the word ready just pulsated in our minds. Ready. Ready. Ready when? Ready now. And the Lord was letting us know, I have prepared you for this moment. And you are ready to launch into the deep, to go forth into my divine providence and promises. And we launched into ready now and gave, as Brother Dixon mentioned this morning, a first fruits offering of over $300,000. Amen. To God be the glory. In one setting, that's not in pledges, that was in cash. Offerings, three, over $320,000, and the Lord blessed us with our first fruits offering. From that time until now, $1.5 million has been given by the precious saints of God of the Tree of Life Church, and we ought to give God the praise for that. Amen. And it was an exciting time. Every Sunday seemed to bring about some kind of a new miracle, some kind of a new enthusiasm, some kind of a new confidence. All of the year, 2018, we shouted and rejoiced. We sang, you made a way. When there seemed to be no way, you made a way. We sang, greater things are yet to come. We gave God the praise. We gave God the glory. We said, do it again. I've seen you move mountains, Lord. Do it again. We praised him. We talked about embracing our past. We talked about the fact that they were ready then and we are ready now. We talked about the fact that there is a vision that will speak and that there is no resistance that can prevent what the Lord is going to do right here on this property in this city in Jesus' name. And we talked about the fact that we're able because he's able. And we shouted and we spoke in tongues and we magnified God and it was a great experience 
And then 2018 came to a conclusion, and 2019 started. And 2019 was a little bit of a different, I, I won't say it was a different story, but it was a different chapter to the same story. The story didn't change, but the chapter changed. And we found ourselves in the middle of a situation that we needed God to intervene on our behalf. We needed God to move for us and, and fight for us and go before us. We found ourselves facing opposition. I didn't know quite what to make of it at the time. I was actually in Germany. I was in Europe on a different continent when the opposition started to grow. And you talk about frustrating. I was frustrated because I wanted to be here. I wanted to be on location. I wanted to be able to try to handle and help the situation. But opposition began to grow against the project because of some misinformation that was distributed. And, and we, we were in a position of needing to, to find out, oh, Lord, Lord, we need your help. We need you to come through for us. We need you to help us. And this, this opposition took us by surprise. And I remember thinking, Lord, we just want to build a building for your glory. We just want you to, to be magnified in this city. We have no ill will toward anyone. We don't want anybody to be put out. All we want is for your name to be magnified and people's lives to be changed by the glory of the Lord. And so we, we began to, to deal with this matter that, that was before us and, and had meetings. As you heard in the, in the chronology of events, that the resolution, the application was tabled and tabled and tabled and tabled and tabled again. And we felt like he had prepared for us a table in the presence of those who were opposing the, the project. But what we have learned, and ladies and gentlemen, what we've, what we've been able to do in this process was meet some wonderful people who may have opposed the project but have become dear friends to the Tree of Life Church. Amen. Amen. And we were able to make connections with people we otherwise would not have been able to make. And we've been able to make friends with people we otherwise may not have ever known. And it was something because when I was first seeing the opposition and experiencing the feelings that come along with it, I wasn't sure what to make of it. And I thought that, that, that the Lord must intervene. All we want to do is, Lord, build a church. We can see it. We can see the beams. We can see the footers. We can see the walls going up. We can see that foundation being laid. We, we've got the plans. We've got the designs. All we want to do is build a church, build a building, build for the glory of the Lord. But, but then we had to remember that the Lord is going to build this house. And when the Lord builds this house, he doesn't build it the same way we build it. Because I'm thinking about I'm thinking about footers and foundations, and I'm thinking about beams, and I'm thinking about steel, and I'm thinking about construction, and I'm thinking about granite, and I'm, I'm thinking about the design, the structural design, and the interior design, and I'm thinking about the acoustics, and the audio, and the visual possibilities, and the seating capacity, and the parking lot, and I'm thinking about these things, and God is thinking about a much bigger building project. Because God is not just building a building. God is building the church. Yeah. 
And when you build the church, you've got to have more more uh, uh, components than just construction components. He's going to put faith in his church. And he's going to put love in his church. He's going to put strength in his church. Patience in his church. The Lord is building this house. And we want the Lord to build this house. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Oh, hallelujah. I, I, remember, I remember that while I was in Germany, I flew home, and, and we, while we were sitting on the plane to get back home, I couldn't wait to get home. I was ready to get back and get started and, 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 and help this situation that had developed while I was gone. And, that, and I, while I was sitting on the plane on a, a, a Friday, Saturday morning, it was, it was all set to go, and a man stood up and fainted right there on the plane. And they delayed the plane two hours while we waited for the situation. The paramedics got on board and helped the man. Thankfully, he turned out to be all right. But the plane was delayed two hours, causing us to miss our plane in Charlotte, North Carolina, that would bring us home to Cincinnati. We had to drive jet-lagged from Charlotte to Cincinnati and couldn't get back in time. In fact, it was so bad, the jet lag was so bad because not only was I jet lagged, but I was actually, I had been suffering from insomnia because of a spiritual attack related to this project. And I was driving home jet lagged and suffering from insomnia. And I thought, Lord, this insomnia has kept me awake two nights in a row. And I think I'm about to fall asleep at this wheel. I'd rather fall asleep in bed, but I think I'm about to fall asleep at this wheel. I called Brother Tierney. I said, Brother Tierney, I need you to pray for me right now as I'm driving down the road. I've got, to, I've got to at least make it an hour to the next hotel. I need you to pray for me. And he prayed for me, and it lifted. The spiritual attack lifted. The burden lifted. I felt it come off of my shoulders. I felt it come off of my mind. Oh, hallelujah. Everything that happened in 2018 that was of such glory and grandeur was preparing us for the battle we were going to have in 2019. And when we talked about it in, in the message, No Resistance, we talked about the fact that no resistance, we, there was no resistance in this city. And then we faced what looked and felt like resistance. It was opposition, but in the message of no resistance, the Lord spoke to us in that message. And Sister Rose pointed this out to me. She said, go back and listen to the message, no resistance. I went back and listened, and at the end of the message, the Lord spoke to us. And, and, and the message was really over, and music was playing, and I just, I just said, didn't even realize what I was saying, but I said, there's going to be a plot that runs parallel to this campaign. And the enemy is going to try to prevent what the Lord is trying to do in this campaign. And so that was that. I said, it won't be of any avail. It will not succeed. The Lord is going to lead us and guide us. We're going to do what God called us here to do. And God is going to receive the glory. But the Lord was with us through it all. When we came back, the meetings began. The meetings and the challenge and the opposition and the false information, it began to, to come against us. And, and while I sat in one of the meetings, I remember, I remember sitting there thinking, Lord, I need you to move in this situation. I couldn't, I couldn't really fathom the, the level of opposition that was rising against us. And, and, and all of a sudden, in the middle of that meeting, the Lord came down to me and said these words, I'm not going to let you 
care about this. You're not going to worry about this for one more moment. And, and all at once, the burden of this project lifted off of my shoulders as I sat in that meeting and one opposer after another stood up to oppose our project. The Lord just said, I'm not going to let you worry about this. And I was left with this feeling, and, and, and this, these were the thoughts that went through my mind. I don't care. I don't care anymore what happens. And then I thought, Lord, I just had a beautiful experience with you. You just touched me, blessed me, strengthened me, and left me with the feeling of I don't care. Is that okay? <laughs> I know it's you, but I really don't care. And I'm, and I'm a little confused. That's when he began to deal with me about what a care really is. He began to show me that a care is not as important a thing as you and I make it out to be. See, we have equated the word care with the word love. So we'll tell somebody, I care for you. And we mean, I love you. But that's not what a care is. A care is a, a distraction. It's, it's a thorn in the life of a child of God. It's a thing that just weighs on you and wears you out and wears you down. And the Lord came and said, I'm lifting this care off of you. I'm going to care for you. And he revealed to me what he meant by the scripture, cast all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. God is going to care for me. I don't have to care. Do you know the freedom there was in just knowing I don't care and I don't have to care? All I have to do is give him the praise, preach his word, pray for the sick, love the lost, reach out, edify the church, work, hallelujah, work for the kingdom of God. Let the Lord be glorified, let the Lord be magnified, and cast all the cares and all the distractions onto him. Out of that experience came a revelatory word. I've taken it across the nation preaching to people. He cares for you. Hallelujah. See, see, I, when, I, when I was going through this time of we were still in the heat of this battle, folks, this lasted for a year. The first time we brought it to the Planning Commission was in September of 2018. We gained final approval in September of 2019. It was a year of this spiritual warfare. And so I, 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 at one point I said, Lord, we need your help. We went to another meeting. We were getting tabled and tabled and tabled. And then all of a sudden I get a letter from the city of Montgomery. And I thought, oh, my word, that can't be good. And the letter, I opened it, and the letter read, thank you for your volunteerism in the city of Montgomery. You are a blessing to this city, and we thank you for your participation as a congregation and for being a partner to this city. And the Lord spoke to me, and, and this is what he said as I'm reading the letter. The Lord rebuked me. He said, stop expecting the worst and start expecting the blessing. He said, expect the blessing. You've begun to expect opposition. You've begun to expect problems. You've begun to expect folks to be against it. But, but you need to change your mentality. And that's the way it is in our life. When you go through a traumatic experience, you start expecting things to not go your way. God's trying to change your mentality to start expecting 
expecting increase, expecting blessing, expecting God to move. What you expect will happen. I don't, it doesn't matter to me how many people rise up. I expect God to lift a standard against the enemy. I expect God to go before us. I expect God to provide. I expect God to bless his people. I expect the Lord to build this house. I went all over the nation telling people, expect the blessing. Hallelujah. You know what I've come to learn in ministry? When you go through a trial, you're going to get a good sermon out of it. (laughs) Hallelujah. So the best messages are the ones you get in the heat of the fiery trial. Glory to God. You can study all week long if you want to. And you might be able to put some dots together and find a neat little thought here and a neat little thought there. But the earth-shaking enlightenment, the ground-shaking understanding comes from the fiery trial. Listen, in your fiery trial, take notes. You're not in hell. You're in school. I know school can feel like the lake of fire sometimes, but it's not the lake of fire. I remember when algebra class felt like weeping, wailing, gnashing of teeth, and outer darkness, but that's not what it was. You're in school. Take notes. He's preparing you. He's building you. He's making you into something that you need to be. Tree of Life Church, God is building this house, and he's not just building foundation and walls and a ceiling. He's building his church. He's building faith. He's building, oh, He's building patience. He's building persistence. I'm telling you, he is building this house. The Lord is building this house. If it was just us building this house, we'd all, we listen, if this went the way I wanted it to go, then I'd have had a totally different approach to this thing. And right now, we'd be in a big old building, and it'd be awesome, and we'd just be running aisles and everything. That's the way I envision it. But God said, I don't want to just put you somewhere and you be a shallow people. So I'm not just interested in building a building. I'm going to build this house. I'm going to build this church. I'm going to build character in you. I'm going to build hope in you. I'm going to build experience in you so that when you come into that building, you don't take it for granted. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I went over to Bishop and Sister Buller's house, and they were so kind to make me a beautiful lunch, and I sat down at the table and I said, y'all need to pray for me. Lord, help me. We're getting into this, into the weeds with this thing, and there's opposition. And they began to, they began to comfort me and encourage me and remind me of what they went through in Kenwood with the building project there and describe the normalcy of these kinds of things and how there's always going to be an opposition from the enemy. And I, I said, oh, I know. I said, I know in the end it's going to be good. Sister Buller said, it's not just good, it's necessary. You must go through these things. So so that when that building is lifted up off the ground and comes moves from the vision of a printed page into an actual reality, that there'll be some blood in it and some sweat in it and some tears in it and some prayers in it, hallelujah, and some intercessors who went forth and said, oh God, 
God, we need you to build this house. I'm going to tell you something. If we try to build it on our own, we're laboring in vain. But when the Lord builds the house, he builds it from the bottom up. And he finishes it and furnishes it for his glory. Oh, he does all things well. He does all things well. He does all things well. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what he's building in us. He's building faith in us. Hallelujah. He's not just trying to put in a great sound system. He's putting faith in this house. He's not just trying to build a beautiful sanctuary and a beautiful family fellowship center. That's going to happen. But before that happens, he's going to put patience in us. He's got the design of our patience. He's got the schematic design of our persistence, all the angles of it. Be patient with him because he's finishing it off. He's putting on the finishing touches. He's making you have faith. I'm going to tell you something. By the time this is over, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel an unction of the Holy Ghost. By the time that this is over, we're going to have so much faith in God and so much willingness to sacrifice that when a missionary walks into this church and says we need $150,000 and we need it now. This church isn't going to bat an eye because we're going to know God will restore it a hundredfold. Here it is. You haven't dreamed of the kind of faith you're getting ready to have when this thing is over. Oh, hallelujah. Glory. I'm telling you, there's a, there's a faith for sacrifice that God is building into the Tree of Life Church. As we, I said, put the pedal to the metal. As we do that, there's going to be a spirit of sacrifice, and it's already happening, that's coming upon the Tree of Life Church, where we are looking at what God has provided to us, and we're saying, Lord, what can I give? And he's going to remove the fear from you. Because he's not just building this building. He's building you. He's building you. He's building this house. Hallelujah. He's turning you into a selfless warrior of the Holy Spirit. He's turning you into somebody who walks by faith and not by sight. He's turning you into somebody that's going to lay it all down and say, Lord, here it is. I don't understand it. And just two years ago, I wouldn't have done it. But here it is in the name of Jesus and the fire. The fire of heaven is going to fall on that sacrifice. And the Lord is going to use it for his glory. And he's going to bless you. And he's going to bless your family. And he's going to bless your household. You don't even have to clap and say amen. I can hear the Lord saying, preach it. I can hear the Lord say, tell it. I can hear the Lord say, preach, pastor. I can hear the Lord say, go on ahead and say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Hallelujah. Glory. I'm going to tell you, there's no opposition that can prevent what the Lord is doing. 
in the name of Jesus. There's no opposition that can prevent it. We came through the, the approval process, and folks, I thank God for that approval process. It was the most wonderful, most rewarding experience. Do you know what we gained from that? At first, the opposition looked terrifying. But then we began to shake hands, began to hug necks, began to say, God bless you. I'm, I'm glad we're neighbors. And we met precious people, good people. They're concerned about traffic. They're, they're concerned about, about, about uh, congestion in the city. They're, they're concerned about things normal people are concerned about. And listen, Tree of Life, we must do our very best to be as good of neighbors as we possibly can. Hey, listen, don't go into this city and, and act out like you don't know Jesus. Don't go into this city and refuse to tip the server. Don't go into this city and run red lights. Don't go into this city and start acting like you don't know how to be a good neighbor and be a good Christian. If you do, tell them you go to some other church. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're, you're, already, you're already not loving your neighbor like yourself. What's lying going to hurt? People from the Tree of Life Church are Christians. People from the Tree of Life Church love their neighbors. People from the Tree of Life Church worship God and love people. And even if somebody has an adverse word, a soft answer turns away wrath. But grievous words stir up anger. We're not a grievous people. We're not a contentious people. We're a loving people. We're a kind people. We're a gracious people. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So we've met wonderful people, precious people that we've come to love and to, to appreciate. And, and, and we volunteer in the city now. We'd only been here five years when the approval process began. And now, now we're volunteering in the city. We're at all the community events. That didn't start until we realized, hey, there's opposition in this city. They don't know who we are. They don't realize. They don't realize the kind of love we have. We've got to show them our love. And so God said, you're not loving this community the way I want you to love this community. You're not reaching out to this community the way I, I didn't just give you a little pretty place to worship. I didn't just give you 11 acres on the interstate. What do you think this is? I told you to go in the highways. I told you to go into the byways. Hallelujah. Yeah, we're going to go into the highways. We got the interstate frontage property. Thank the Lord. Ronald Reagan Highway, I-71. Bam. Tree of Life Church. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, you're on the highway. What about the byways? What about the back roads? What about the cul-de-sacs? What about the, what about the stop signs? What about the, the intersections? Where are you? They, they don't know who you are. Get out there. Volunteer. Go plant flowers in the community. Go to Meadowbrook and minister to those who are rehabilitating. Come on, get out in this community and bless them and love them. It was good that we were afflicted. He built us into something better. He built us into something better than we were. We must build on that. We didn't do those things so that they would approve us. 
We did those things because God anointed us in this city. And we're a lighthouse in this city. We're a tree of life in this city. There's fruit that hangs from our branches that this city needs. They're going through stuff. Don't kid yourself. They're going through things. They've got problems and circumstances. And I know you do too. But you know the healer. You know the deliverer. You know the life giver. Come on, let the Lord use you to bless the people of this city. He brought us into contact with our community. I'll tell you what else he did. He unified us. He united us. We were already united. Don't get me wrong. We were tearing these walls down. We have almost built the building without raising the money. We were showing up in those Ready Now services with shovels and steel toe boots and helmets. Orange vests. What do I need to do? Well, we don't have the money yet. Oh, okay, well. We'll have to do that first. We've been united, but there was a different kind of a unity that came on us. When we would show up in those meetings and, and we would just love the people that we interacted with and we would stand up, different ones of you spoke at that meeting. Brother Colbert, Brother Dave Duvall, Brother, Brother Lewis Cummings, and, and on and on. Various ones who spoke so beautifully and lifted up their voice and said, this is a good congregation and we love this city and we want you to be a, a, a understanding standing and aware of the fact that you're welcomed in this congregation come one come all we showed up in force not to intimidate but to embrace and to show the love of God and to declare we believe God called us here and the Lord moved through you I remember when we were going into one of the meetings and we were told prior to the meeting that one of the council members one of the commission members that had been in support of us was not going to be there and I was deflated I thought, oh no, we need every voice of support we can get. And Sister Gail Tierney came to me and she said, don't worry about him not being there. She said, it reminds me of Gideon when the Lord began to reduce his army. You see, hallelujah. She said, don't matter if he takes it from 32,000 to 10,000, if he takes it on down to 300, the Lord is fighting this battle. The Lord is building this house. See, you blessed me. You ministered to me. You preached to me. I had to keep my hands on the steering wheel, and I had to keep my eyes on the road. But you blessed me with your faithfulness and your prayers and your support and the ready word that was coming out of your mouth and your faithful giving to the cause of ready now. It lifted my head when the enemy was coming in like a flood. The Lord lifted up his standard, and you were that standard. You were his church. You were his bride. God bless you, tree of life. The Lord is going to honor you and your families, and he's going to build this house. And you're going to see families saved in this house that we build. Glory to God. Sometimes you say something in the, in the pulpit that's of the Holy Ghost and you don't catch it. I caught that. That wasn't in my notes, but that was in God's notes. Your family is going to be saved in this house that we're building. Your family is going to be saved. Loved ones are coming to God. That's what the Lord wants you to know today. They're coming to receive salvation. Hallelujah. So we get out of that process. Thank you, Jesus. The news came out 
How many saw me on the news? News came out. I was expecting the worst. But it was a positive report. And the Lord said, stop expecting the worst. Expect the blessing. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. It's time to expect the blessing. Thank you, Jesus. We get out of that, and you know what? You know what the battle is that we're facing right now? You me tell you what the battle is that we're facing right now? I'm just going to tell you because we're all in this thing together. I'm going to tell you the battle that we're facing right now. We've been in this approval process for a year, and now construction prices are ticking up. Every week, every month, construction prices are ticking up. I say to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea. I'm going to get a good sermon out of this one. I'm t I can't wait. I got my pen out. I can't wait. It's coming. There's a good camp meeting message coming out of this one. Because those prices, it doesn't matter how much they tick upward. The Lord is building this house. The Lord is building this house. No, come on, we're learning in this. Pro he's building us, and he's taking fear from us, and he's taking trepidation from us, and he's taking hesitation from us. And we're, listen, there's a spirit of sacrifice. I said it, but the Lord wants me to emphasize it. There is a spirit of sacrifice that's coming upon this congregation. Just this morning, just this morning, someone came to me, and she, she, she wasn't asking that I mention her name. I'm going to mention it because, because, she's, because the Lord has used her. Sister Gail Mitchell brought to me a precious gift this morning. And the gift that she gave me was an actual widow's mite from 2,000 years ago. And as we looked at this widow's mite that was dug up from excavation from from 2,000 years ago, it was a widow's mite from the time of Christ. And as we looked upon this widow's mite, it was a priceless treasure to her. Something that she purchased some time ago and held on to and loved and appreciated so much. And the Lord said, give it. And as we looked at this widow's mite... It just dawned on both of us. The Lord has already blessed this offering in his word. Jesus Christ already blessed this offering with his word. She never dreamed that she would give this, this widow's might. She never dreamed she would give it up. But the Lord spoke to her and said... Give it away. Give it away. There are some things that you never could see yourself doing without giving up. But I'm telling you that the Lord is building you into somebody you've never been before. 
And you're going to come to a point of no return where you say, Lord, I'm going to trust you with everything. I'm going to sell something and give it. I'm going to liquidate something and give it. I'm going to turn. And you know what? These upticking construction prices are going to fall before us. They're going to be under our feet. We're going to walk on them in faith in Jesus Christ. We're going to put every effort of the enemy to prevent this project from happening under our feet. And we're going to walk into the blessing of the Lord yeah. hallelujah what 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 precious thing are you holding on to hear me now you gotta understand this is against my nature because I, all I want to do is preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's all I want to do. I don't like to talk about money. I don't like to think about money. I just say, Lord, you know you got it all in control. But, but, but if I don't tell you about this, then I'm depriving you of the blessing of the Lord in your life. And the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow to it. And so there is a power that comes from giving all to the Lord Jesus Christ. What is it that you're holding on to that God wants you to release that he's already put in your heart to release it but you're struggling against it you're fighting against it because it's precious and to you it's priceless but God said I want you to even if it's a widow's might lay it down before the Lord regardless of what it is God can take five loaves and two fishes and multiply them to feed multitudes God hallelujah will take that alabaster box and others could say you could use that for something of far greater significance but no I want to pour it at the feet of Jesus and let the aroma of that offering fill this house oh hallelujah there's a spirit of sacrifice that's coming upon tree of life church and there's nobody singled out and there's nobody that's nobody's, nobody's arm is being twisted but when that spirit of sacrifice comes on you let it go let it go let it go because you're participating in the Lord building this house. Whoo, hallelujah. I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, lift your hands with me right now. Lift your hands with me right now. Lift your hands with me right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, the Lord is building this house right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know what? Forget about money right now. And let the Lord build you in Jesus' name. He's building faith in you. He's building fearlessness in you. He's building strength in you and grace in you. Hallelujah. Come on. Build, let him build you up in the most holy faith. Hallelujah. Let him build you up in the most holy faith. In the name, in the name, in the name of Jesus Christ. Let him build you up in that most holy faith. You are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. Jesus. 
Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord in whom you also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. And that's who you are. You're a habitation of God through the Spirit. Hallelujah. Come on, stand with me right now in the name of the Lord as the musicians come. Stand with me in the presence of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've come through some battles together. And we've got, we've got another mountain to climb. God's going to make it plain under our feet. He's going to abase this mountain. And he's going to exalt every valley. He's going to make every crooked path straight. And we're going to walk through on a plain path. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. I don't know. Listen, I don't know how we're going to get to the top of that mountain. I don't know if the mountain of construction prices are going to tumble. I don't know what the Lord's going to do. I don't know if he's going to send a helicopter and just lift us on up to the top of it. But we're getting there. You hear me? We're getting there. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're getting there in the name of the Lord. We're getting there in the name that's above every name. Hallelujah. I wonder if you could just reach out to the person next to you. Brother to brother, sister to sister. Husband to wife. Just reach out. We're in this thing together. We're pulling together. We're joining forces. We're a habitation, a holy habitation of God through the Spirit. This doesn't just all fall on you. Hallelujah. We're putting our shoulders together. I thank you. I thank you personally. I thank you for your encouragement of me. I thank you for the way you have blessed me. Come on, that's it. That's it. God's building us. The Lord is building this house. Come on, that's it. Come on, teenagers. God bless you. The Lord has used you and ready now. The Lord used you to launch it, and the Lord has used you to sustain it. In the name of Jesus, come on, that's it. You're not just the future church. You're the church of right now. Your faithfulness is so important right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, that's it, child of God. Come on, he's building you up right now. He's building up your faith. He's building up your patience. He's building up your persistence. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
miracle works. Come on, I want you to feel free if you want to come to the front right now. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what you're facing. But you're going to get a good message out of it. You're going to get a good sermon out of this. You're going to come out of this knowing my God is real. He's real in my soul. You're going to come out of this saying he's faithful. You're going to come out of this saying he never fails. Hallelujah. Come on, the Lord is building this house. Yes, he is. The Lord is building this house. Miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. Lord, that is who. Hallelujah. I worship you. I worship you. 